Hi, and welcome to the Moms in Business Podcast. I'm Jade. And I'm Allison. We are two moms navigating the working world, and we wanted to create a community where moms in business can share and learn from one another and validate that you are doing a great job. So grab a drink and enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Moms in Business. I am Allison, and I am Jade, and we are here to discuss work-life balance. Or the lack thereof. Yeah, or the lack thereof. Because <laughs> find me a mom that has work-life balance and is succeeding with it. I want to meet them. I want to bring them on this podcast. Please, so. if you feel like you have work-life balance, just comment below and you, you will be, be our on the podcast. Guest. Yes. <laughs> so I guess we'll kind of start with what we what we experience with work-life balance. Like, what's your most recent experience? Well, I was chatting with a mom the other day, and like, she was like, hey, how are you? And just... We were talking, like, just overwhelmed of the work-life balance. And I don't think you call it work-life balance when you're talking to other moms, you know, but that's what it is. Like, there's probably 10 to 15 times a day when you're debating work-life balance. Um, it's, what, I don't even know what time it is now, but I think it's like 1.30. Yeah. And I've already had two big work-life balance issues in my life. Um, one started at 7. So I'm in a networking group, and it meets 7.30 to 9 on Thursday mornings. Talk about work-life balance because my husband hates Thursdays. So I'm prepping the night before so, like, he gets our three kids up and I can do as much as possible depending on when they wake up or, you know, how much can I do in the morning. This morning I had two early risers, so I got to do more than normal. Um, He just hopes I can do the two girls' hair. Um, So anyway, that's a work-life balance, so that's number one. Then I get to the meeting and they're like, hey, we're having happy hour next Tuesday or Monday. And I'm like, oh. Happy hour starts at 5. I'm like, can we start drinking at 3? Because that would really help my have a drink at happy hour, you know. Then go home with my kids. But prioritizing a 7.30 meeting every week and then throwing in a happy hour. I want a happy hour with these guys. I do. I like them. But is that a need? Is that a Can I put that in my priority list? So that was number right. two yeah. this morning. Um, number three is we have an event tonight for one of our affiliates and it's 7 to 11 PM. So I want to go to this event. I do. Yep. Same. Um, it'd be fun. I like these people a lot, but I'm like, Oh, that's a, that's a ask. Like I gotta be like, Hey honey, can I go to this work event? It's 7 to 11 PM. Okay. In Cincinnati. So I've got to like, I got to travel. Um, can I, um. So the compromise one, I hesitate even asking, and he's very good about letting me letting me shoot. That's the problem, guys. I should not be saying letting. But I am the asker. I always ask. And he's being like, supportive. Yeah, and I don't have to ask. I should be like, hey, I have a work event tonight, and he'll be like, okay. But I say, can I please? And I stress about because it. you care about both sides. You yeah. care about how he feels about it, and you want to be sure that maybe he's got something else planned that he hasn't had a chance to ask you. All that goes into yeah. it. So I broke down today. I'm like. Hey, so I have an event tonight I really need to go to. And he's like, sure, if we can just get one of our baby our baby down and that helps him with the older two. So I'm like, great, all right. But does this count as my social box? Like, because we have a lot of like work life balance people we have to please. So what do we have? We yeah. have your work life. Yeah, you have work, spouse, kids, kids. Kid one on one time. Yeah, kid one on one time. I have all of that, but you, yeah, multiples. We have with friends. Yeah, we have kids. Well, the kids with friends, us with friends. The kids with family, us with family. 
your girlfriends, your friends with your spouse, like, like your couple friends. But <laughs> you have so time many stuff. You need to get time with God. You got to go to church. Like so many boxes. So I'm like, where does this box check off in my time? And you know, <laughs> honest, what what I always think in the back of my head is that God gave us 24 hours in a day for some reason. He felt like that was enough time. So I guess I, I need some more time. I know, I don't but know. I need my sleep too. Right, like I'm gonna, I'm not compensating my, or I'm not compromising on my sleep. So I gotta compromise elsewhere. Yeah, but I just can't add more time to the day either. I don't know. So yeah, work life balance. It's one thirty, and I already had like three pretty big. Should I? Could I? Wanna? You know. But so part of that is, you know, we're all still trying to figure this out. We absolutely are. And it's a daily grind, a daily trying to figure it out, because something will always come up. Yeah, and when we were talking about this before, I think my biggest thing with work-life balance is, like, I don't even know if it's cool to say the word FOMO. It's, like, fear of missing out. Is oh, that no, like, totally, like, a thing. Am yeah, I an you... old lady when I say FOMO? Or no, that... I feel like I say FOMO all the time, because I have it bad. Yeah. When I'm with my kids, I feel like I'm missing out on work, like I should be working. When I'm working, I should be with my kids. And But on time-wise... I do pretty well on the work-life balance with, right. like, I don't over, I don't work, like, 60 hours a week. I don't, you know. So I actually picked a good, that's one of the reasons we picked our job is for being real estate, I have flexibility. So mm-hmm. when I need to pick my kids up, I pick my, you know. They're, it um, just looks so differently for this industry because, sure, I might go to the office every morning at 930, but that's because that's my goal and my motivation each morning. That doesn't mean that I'm there until 5. That means that I'm probably there until 11.30, and then I go and I do an appointment, and then I do a personal appointment, and then I go and I do some, like I do my grocery shopping in the middle of the day when nobody is there, number one. And then I have other appointments, and then on to like hanging out with my kid and my family, you know? Which gives us a lot of time, like we should be great at this work-life balance on schedule, the way we just said that, but it doesn't always work that way because clients want to talk to us when they're not working and they want yeah. to show houses, see houses when they're not working. So we'll have to go. I do a lot of get the kids home, dinner, we eat, and then it's 6.30, and I'm back out looking at showing at houses. And it's funny how the times have changed because before kids, like, I always liked Saturday mornings. Like, I'd get my showings in then so I could have the rest of the day. And now I'm like, okay, can we do, like, a 1 o'clock showing? Because that's my kid's nap time. Yeah. Um, so I'll do so I'm flexible like that. Yeah, we're right now on the cusp of him being able to go on showings with me anymore because he gets in his cranky moods now, which he never used to have, and then he gets bored, and then I start feeling guilty if I've got, like, a couple showings in a row that I'm taking him on, mm-hmm. and he's just, like, sitting in the car doing nothing. And I'm like, I, you should be at home trying to walk. You should be at home trying to read, trying to freaking algebra. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What do you learn at 10 months old? Like, I, that's my guilt right now with taking him with me, trying to balance work a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Now he's almost too old for that. Yeah, once you're out of the bucket seat, it's, like, hard for me. Because the bucket seat, you just keep them in the seat and just bring them along. But, yeah. So, and plus, you have to make sure some clients are all four babies coming to showings, and some are like, uh, yeah, no, please don't bring your baby. Yeah. So, you got to be careful on that. But definitely. it's definitely always a work-life balance. So, But I think some of our solutions to that, we've kind of compiled into this list and it's not perfect. There's absolutely no way to make it perfect. But I think that we kind of set something up here pretty, like, um, I don't know. It just, it sets you up for success to do the best that you can. 
I agree with that. Yeah. So we're all still trying to juggle it. But if we take a few things and work on them, then I think we'll manage it a little better and do, you know. So yeah. So starting with one? like your priorities, that's number one, just setting your priorities. And that sounds so basic, but it's, it's more than just like, oh yeah, work, God, family, friends, you know, it's which, which thing a it, just like what you were saying in your example, you know, you prioritized your meeting this morning, but you cannot prioritize the meeting this afternoon because there are other things that need to take priority at that time. So it's balancing your activities within that priority in your life too. And, you know, setting the priorities in a realistic way for yourself. Yeah. Like we all need our girl time. Like you need our, you know, your mom group whatever that sphere is to get away with people that are in the same stage, you know, we just prioritize that. Like we get together at eight or eight thirty. Um, once your kids down is when we meet and we don't get to go the group that I meet with, you know, we don't go anywhere lavishly cause it's not that close to our house mm-hmm. because that's a 30 minute drive that we don't have time with. Like, exactly. You, I don't have time somewhere. to drive there. <laughs> I have time to do it. And that's it. Yeah. So, um, Having some non-negotiables, if you say your date night once a month and stick to it, if that's what you need, you know, yep. however that looks, just make those people mm-hmm. in that group important. And that's way easier said than done. Because I also think that social media plays a big role into it. And we'll talk more about social media here later on. But setting your priorities, I think that it's just, it's huge right now to be, you know, in the fitness industry on social media and, you know, just be fit in some way. But if going to the gym is not one of your priorities, it's not going to be on your schedule. And if it's not on your schedule, it doesn't happen. And that's okay. Maybe if that's a goal of yours for it to be more involved in your schedule, you just do something very easy that you can do and just do it. So maybe instead of sitting on the couch and watching TV, you get a little whatever, treadmill, and you walk while you watch TV. Maybe you go on a walk at night or do something like super basic like that instead of trying to incorporate like these fitness gurus three hours in the gym a day. Yeah. That's not a realistic priority for you to set or even a goal. (laughs) Three hours is a long time. (laughs) I'm about a 20 minute. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, So then the next one, we said like if you can set a schedule and try to stick to it. I mean, I know it, it changes, but... Mm -hmm. Um, especially with us, like some people that that schedule is set for them with their job, you know, if your job is eight to five or nine to five or six, whatever it is, then that helps set it. Like my husband's schedule is set and it's nice, but there, then there's me that's always like, well, my day can change and drop of a hat. So Mm -hmm. it's very important for someone like me to set that schedule. Which all of these will kind of lean into one another, but setting the schedule also should replicate what your priorities are. So if, you know, from nine to 11 is your hour of power where you're trying to generate business, that's a non-negotiable. If 11 to one is your pedicure time, and that's the only time in the week that you've got to go get a pedicure and you really need one, go get it, make that a non-negotiable. But then there's going to be other points in your day that are negotiable when you go to the grocery store, maybe, you know, so setting your schedule to fit those priorities and deciding which priorities to fit into your schedule. Definitely. Um, the next this is one, one that I think Jade struggles with a little bit. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm a, am I a three in Enneagram or whatever? Like <laughs> I'm on the disc. I'm a, I'm a S. So like saying no, like I get myself in so much trouble. Like just say no, it's okay. Like 
is that going to be, is that going to work for you and your family? Maybe it's something you want to do, but you just know, I can't do that. Just say no. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I have a good ex- experience or, you know, recent experience with this. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and we were talking about what priorities are in my life. And I said that right now my house is a disaster because we're doing a lot of renovations and my master bedroom where it's supposed to be kind of like your, your escape, your spa, your getaway. It's not. Mine is disastrously filled with clothes and like my treadmill that's taken apart and my master bathroom is just not put together. The towel rod is broke, all these things. But I, I can't do that right now because the rest of my house is also destroyed. So I can't just like clean one part and then, you know, the rest of it be a disaster. I'm going to focus on the daily things that I have to do, wash bottles, make food, and then focus on the rest of my life as well. Cause right now I can't make the master bedroom a priority. I don't have time for it. That's my no for the time being. Well, I think that also is no is, well, that's another number. So maybe we'll jump that one up, but that leads us into like delegating. Yeah. So when you talk about like our neighbors make fun of my husband, um, because he's, he's always got a guy. Like <laughs> if you need a guy, you call Kyle because he's got a guy to do something. Cause he is a master like person at delegating he has no problems. Like we have a, we have a yard guy, you know, we have someone that cleans our house, um, once a month, um, but that time not doing that is well worth the money spent on it because we could be doing something with our kids. Like Kyle would 100% re- be um, enjoy taking our kids to the park than mowing the yard while mm-hmm. trying to keep them occupied. Exactly. So we've chosen that. I know people that pay someone to do their laundry that, well, now you have... You can click list your grocery, but I mean, there's people that pay for a lot of things, but when yeah. they look at how much they make per hour, then it's well worth to pay someone the 10 to $15 an hour to do this while they make what they make, mm-hmm. you know, it makes just so much sense. And there's a balance too, where I'm going to pay someone to do that so that I can go make more money Yeah. or I'm going to pay someone to do that because my family is a priority today. You mm-hmm. know, I've got a family event, things like that. Yeah. Um, and, and it, but to preface that, not everybody has um, funds that they can say, right. I'm just going to pay everybody to do all this, mm-hmm. you know. So you have to pick and choose. And maybe that's a goal of, hey, my goal is to make it work here. So now I can pay someone to clean my house once a month. Exactly. You know, work your way to that. Yeah. Maybe the priority is the laundry basket sits there. Or maybe you need to realize that your time is worth more than the money that you're going to be spending. So maybe it's time to kind of reflect and, and realize I, if I was to pay someone to do all that stuff for me, I could make more money. Mm-hmm. I think definitely if you're in the field of commission base where, you know, you make as much as you put into it, mm-hmm. um, definitely, you know, bite the bullet sometimes. Mm-hmm. So set some goals. But that leads right into <laughs> realizing your worth and knowing when to say no, not just in the, oh, I can't take that on right now. I can't clean my house. I can't do my grass. Knowing when to say no professionally, like you kind of had to do this afternoon. You know, I, I can't do that. I've signed up here. I've signed up here and here and here. I just, that's too much. That's you taking up too much of my time. And that's okay because you are worth more than just that one priority in your life. You know, you've got 27. So (laughs) figuring out which ones of those and then figuring out where you're going to put the most of your effort into. Well, and I just, some experience popped into mind. So I just had my three-year-old's birthday party last week. So she turned three on Saturday. 
And I'm thinking of like, again, like signing up and saying no. So if you know me, my family, we love birthday parties. Okay. Like my kids have brought that back to me that I don't mind kind of getting older because they celebrate and it's so much fun. But I'm also like the wannabe party planner. So Pinterest is my like enemy because I see all these things that I want and I sign in my head. I might not even tell anybody, but in my head, I'm signing up for these things. Mm -hmm. I'm signing up for the cookies and the decorations and the themes. And, you know, again, on our list, social media perception, we see other moms that, oh my gosh, this one mom, she had the best, literally was out of a magazine and and she's in my neighborhood. I'm like, what the hell you have time to do that? Right. Like, when could you do that? So we said, we did Reagan's party at this place called Jump Zone and it was a weeknight. I didn't buy a balloon. I bought some plates that day. I did dollar store invitations. Like my my insides burn saying that. Like you know because I'm but like, but go you. Yeah, but I was like, you know what? She had a blast. She I did. did and she would never know I did the difference. Not send money, but that's where the work life balance is. Like, I bought a cake at Sam's Club, which again another thing that my standards. It was probably the best cake we've had at a birthday, but it was not the cutest because it was not fond on the kids yeah. nasty, but it, you know, like, so but it was really good, but lowering my expectations, I think too, is on there. I think that was our other podcast that we said that yes. you should do. You should lower your expectations. Yep. But I didn't have the decorations. I didn't have a fancy cake, but I think it was one of my kids' best birthdays because she was there with her friends and they had the most absolute ball. So, yeah, everybody had a blast was, there. Yeah, it was all really like twenty eight kids. So oh my gosh, kids. there were so many kids, <laughs> <laughs> so many kids. I think it comes down to communicating too, though. That's probably like what really kind of wraps it all together. I mean, we could talk end over end about social media, but communicating is one of the biggest things. Communicating when you need to delegate. Communicating when you're having big emotions. We have big emotions as adults. Let's be serious here. That's all my week has been. So the communicating when you need the help, when you want advice, any anything like that, it's, it's really important to just reflect on yourself and say, did I ask for help today? Do I really want to be helped or do I just need to vent? Do I really want to make this better or do I need to reassess my priorities and I think realizing your person too because communicating like we talk or we think about our husbands you know we are the moms in parenting our kids and it's just in our blood but we don't ask for help and they don't know to help and I get mad because I always say like we're 50 she's 50 50 your parent like you know but men don't know unless we say hey can you do this or will you do this for Mm us Um, my kid was putting on her shoes the other day and um, I was trying to help her. She's like, no, I got it. And Kyle's like, she's your daughter who doesn't <laughs> want help because I don't. I don't want to admit I need help. I don't want to ask for it. I internally expect it a little bit. Oh, definitely. Like, not a little bit, a lot. Like, you're 50-50 the parent. But the male mind, you know, they have their boxes and they have to only think about one thing at a time. And, and it's it's what their kind of expectation of us as, as women are as well. We... Let everyone know that we can do it ourselves and Mm -hmm. we don't need the help. And then we're going to turn around and have a little bit of resentment because, yes, of course I needed the help. Why didn't you know that? I didn't need help. It's not help. It's your kid. You're not helping me. We're doing this together. (laughs) Because I'm not stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) So we've all definitely got our things to work on with communicating and, you know, 
figuring out the best way for ourselves to communicate. But there are a couple of things that we have put in place in our lives that are kind of tools to helping us with the work-life balance. And there's only a couple things. It's it's really not a lot because it's just so much introspection introspection of that, you know yourself. But really, just creating a solid calendar. And making it as organized as you are. It's not, not everybody can be color coded in tabs and whatever stickers, you know, but if there's a calendar, like I now use my phone calendar and I have one connected between myself and my husband, he gets a ping every single time that I put something on the calendar, whether he checks it again or not, who knows, but that's fine. It was on the calendar. He got pinged the first time. That's our extra form of communication with one another. Um, and then a family calendar on top of that, just so you can kind of, without having to have a whole conversation about it, you let the other person know what's going on. Um, I don't do that. I need to probably do that. (laughs) It just like, I just wait till it's close enough to the time to tell Carl it's on the schedule. Cause if I tell him too soon, he won't remember. So I just say, well, I'm just gonna, he's like, I didn't know about that. I'm like, yeah, it's too early for you to know about that. It's too early for you. (laughs) I'm going to wait a little longer. You'll forget anyway. Yeah. So. But I'll make me some notes or I'll and then make me on your, calendar. Yeah, on, on your calendar, you know, putting in like pedicure every four weeks or however often you go, like hair done, whatever, like taking the dog to the groomer, put all of that on your calendar because if it's on your calendar, it'll happen. My favorite one that you did that I need to start doing is the 10 minute timer. Mm-hmm. Like you can do anything for 10 minutes. So maybe it's work life balance and you want to you need to clean your house, but it's like, all right, I'm going to set the calendar or the calendar shoot, (laughs) the timer for 10 minutes. And then when 10 minutes is up, you're kind of in your groove. So you're already doing, you're going to do more than 10 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's honestly the best tool that I've ever heard of in, in terms of like productivity. And it kind of goes right along with the time blocking and making sure, because there are some things that are kind of ambiguous on your schedule, you know, like I have to make whatever, 10 calls a day to whoever, well, when am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? You know, whatever. Putting the, giving those things a time block, giving yourself a better time frame. And that can include like project management and stuff like that. So just getting more organized is step number one. And then going through the other eight things actually that we kind of talked about um, in, in regards to how to figure out creating your own work-life balance. I think another tool is just... Social media is great, but don't be looking at someone else's highlight reel and thinking that you should be doing that. Like, if you see someone on a Tuesday and they've got their kid at a pumpkin patch, but you're sitting at work, like, don't let that affect you, you know? You have your time with your kids and your schedule, Mm -hmm. and I know that gets me. It's like, oh, dang, they... (laughs) Right. They're somewhere else, you know? Um, Right now, I'm conflicted because we do say this we do too much for my kids you know they're getting the habit they're, they get home from school and they're like well, what are we doing today and I'm like we're going home we're going to play at home with your toys and you're not going to be entertained you need to go do that on your own time we have to get back into that in my house because the weather's been nice and mm-hmm. we like to go and do parks and stuff but now my kids have this expectation and I got to take that expectation <laughs> down it's yeah, wearing me out we're not going to be able to like withstand that for much no. longer so but just again don't look at anyone's highlight reel on social media yep. and try to compare yourself to it cuz let me tell you it's not like that at all yeah no if you look at either one of our Instagrams, you're going to see a lot of like really great moments. <laughs> and and then we have talks like we're having now or right before we start podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a vent session. <laughs> 
So again, thank you all so much for listening uh, to the work-life balance podcast here on moms and business. We truly enjoyed having you. Um, Hopefully you got some good nuggets out of something we said today that you can help your daily, daily lives. Yeah. If you or someone you love needs to watch this or listen to this podcast, we would love for you to share it with them. Just click the link below, copy and paste it over to them via messenger or however. Um, we would love if you commented your work-life balance tips, tools, tricks, whatever you've got. Um, cause we would love to share that and kind of create a community of moms helping each other figure out how to have work-life balance. Exactly. So thank you again. And we will see you next time. Bye. In a phase of life where time is precious, thanks for choosing to spend your time with us. We hope you've enjoyed and laughed with us in this podcast and look forward to connecting with you in the future. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with another mom who needs to hear it. See you next time. Bye.